You're listening to the JT The Brick Show, where the Raider Nation has come to sound off and react for over 20 years. It's time for JT The Brick. I love my job. I love the opportunity that I can come in here and talk to the Raider Nation. Talk to JT. As we are rolling on on the biggest topic in the NFL, who will be the Raiders quarterback? This is nothing to dive into and look crazy about. Have we lost our bleeping mind? Look, the elephant in the room is the majority of our audience are Raider fans, and they would like the Raiders to win now. They don't want to rebuild. They don't care about two or three years. The last 20-plus years have been hard, and they're sick of it. Excuses die. The record stands. JT the Brick. Are you kidding me? It's an absolute free-for-all with the Raiders on national radio debate shows. Everybody now is throwing blank up against the wall. No, no, no. Who are you listening to? Who's putting this in your head? But what happens next is what should this team do that's responsible, not reckless, makes sense, and could kind of thread the needle and get this team back to greatness. Are you with me on that? Put some respect on JT the Brick's name. And now, sound off like you got a pair. Here's JT the Brick. Out of the gate, JT with you as we open it up. What a show I have lined up for you, but I have to deliver it. I have to deliver it. So I'm calling the Raider Nation now to alert their friends on Twitter, on Facebook, on the phones, and everywhere. I uh, came up with this idea yesterday. Bobby's out. Demond's in. He's going to help me today. I'm going to congratulate Demond on his new XFL gig. We'll talk about that in a minute. But today is Fred Bolitnikoff's 80th birthday, and I got a monster lined up. We're going to have the Fred Bolitnikoff 80th birthday party on Raider Nation Radio. It has never been attempted before. We are going to do it today. And I have confirmations already lined up from the greatest of the greatest of the greatest Raider legends of all time. Okay, so that's what I'm that's what I'm offering up. So you got to get your friends involved. You got to get out on Twitter. What I need from you today is the hashtag Fred Bolitnikoff. Freddie's not on Twitter, thank God. Uh, Raider Nation Radio, Raider Nation, and I want to hear from the Raider Nation now. As we begin. You know, I want to just talk about Freddie for a bit. I am lucky and I'm blessed. I have one father, one dad. He's 84 years old. He is at the pinnacle of my life with my mom, never to be touched. And Freddie is like a second dad to me. I've been very lucky to have this relationship with Fred Bolitnikoff throughout my Raider life. And uh, Freddie gave me a big chance with him and his family and helping out with the legacy of his daughter who passed away and his son, Freddie Jr., And everybody I've been involved with, with the Raider Nation, I've been very lucky to be associated in a small way with Fred Bolitnikoff. He's had a massive impact on my life outside of football and the Raiders. Just someone I can call, someone he he calls me. We have great conversations almost daily, and I pinch myself. I could be out golfing with my buddies. I could be in my backyard, and all of a sudden I'll look at my phone, and it's Freddie B. And it'll be like, oh, my God, look at this. Bolitnikoff's calling you. I'm like, yeah, how lucky am I? So I can't thank Freddie enough uh, for the impact that he's had, along with a lot of other Raider legends over the years, George Atkinson, the late Cliff Branch. And uh, I've been very lucky. And when I think of Fred Bolitnikoff, here with us at 80 years old, 80 years old, and we have him, and he's vibrant, and he's in Vegas all the time, and he's on the sideline of the Raider game. He sits with Mrs. Davis and Mark Davis, his lovely wife, Angela, and his family. You better believe we're doing a party for him today. 
So that's the show. It's not about Aaron Rodgers coming out of the darkness. Not about Derek Carr thinking he's going to be a Hall of Famer with the Jets. Today is Freddie B Day. So Freddie B is your call. Raider Nation, unite and wish Freddie Bolitnikoff a happy 80th birthday. I'll give you a topic. Where were you the first time you saw Fred Bolitnikoff play or heard about him or got a chance to meet him as a coach, a Hall of Famer? Share a Freddie story. He's a great guy, right? You meet Freddie, you sit down, you have a beverage with him, he talks with you, he treats everybody the same. So that's what I want to do as we open up the show today. I just want to tell Freddie stories. I wish we were here with him. He's up in Northern California at his beautiful home today. I would think Angela would have this piped up inside the casa so we could all hear and get it going. So I begin with one of the greatest tight ends of all time and one of Fred's best friends. The great Raymond Chester, the legend, joins us on Freddie's 80th. Raymond, welcome to the show. Tell us what Freddie means to you. What, what does he need to hear? Oh, my God. <laughs> I tell you what he needs to hear. I, tell him, I told him this one other time before. You know, I am so happy. It's so hard for a guy my age to find somebody older than him to talk to. So, <laughs> so, so I'm loving it that I got a teammate in Freddie that I love dearly, like a brother. He's my brother. But I love the ribbon. I love it, I love it because uh, he's just a couple years older than me. And, uh, boy, that makes me feel young. Anybody that can make me feel young, <laughs> I, I love. Raymond, uh, your first football memory with Fred Bolitnikoff in the greatest games you ever played as a teammate, as a friend, but in the locker room, just a memory when you think of football, suiting up or taking off the tape after a game and having an opportunity for him to be your teammate. You know, there's so many with Fred. I mean, we, you know, we were very, very close and, and remain close today. But uh, the thing that I remember most about Fred Bolitnikoff is uh, just a level of professionalism and the way he approached the game. I, nobody, no one practiced hard, practiced harder on his skill set than Fred Bolitnikoff. And I can say this without fear of contradiction that so many of the great players, uh, offensive players that played uh, for the Raiders during Freddie's time and afterwards tried to pattern themselves after after Fred. You know, I often say... Uh, you know, the name Bolitnikov, and it, it, it sounds like a Russian uh, ballet dancer <laughs> or, or, or a circus actor or something like that, you know. Um, somebody on the high trapeze, someone who just lives and breathes to practice. And Fred had that name, and it, it named suited him perfectly because there's no one that worked harder on their skills than Fred Bolitnikov. And I think... A whole lot of us guys that uh, played with him and after him uh, pattern ourselves after Fred. Awesome. Raymond Chester, as we wrap it up. You know, Raymond, he lost his daughter tragically. You were there for him and Angela and the whole family. And I just want to wrap it up with your friendship now at this stage in your life. You've lost a lot of great friends. You've shared with us the loss of Cliff and a lot of your other teammates over the years, Clem. We had John to talk about Bill Russell and Joe Morgan, and Freddie's going to be here with us for a long time. What does that friendship mean to you at this stage of your life? Uh, it is absolutely it means everything. I mean, we are we are beyond friends. Uh, we are brothers, and and uh, boy, oh boy, as you get older and you lose people that you love, 
uh, you 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 feel more and more significance about the people that you can call brother. I I love Frederick the Cop and Angela and 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 and, and Dasha and the whole family. I mean, uh, and they know it, and uh, I know it. You know, we don't have to always say it. I know it, and they know it, and uh, have the utmost respect and appreciation for them. And I'm real happy that. I can pick up the phone and call somebody that's older than me, a lot older than me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that is great. Raymond, thanks for kicking it off. Uh, we got a lot of legends coming up, and uh, I wanted to kick it off with you because you mean everything to everybody. Thanks for doing this. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Blue go. Blue go, bro. There you go. Raymond Chester starting it off. You know, I think that's what we should be doing, having some fun with the legends and, and talking about them. You know, we've been lucky in this time slot to have them. And to be able to talk to him. So uh, I have confirmed, because I don't want to lose you, I have Ronnie Lott, Tim Brown, uh, Mike Haynes, James Lofton, Phil Villapiano, George Atkinson, and maybe one more special one I'm working on. And that's, that's pretty cool, because uh, the people who helped me along the way uh, today to try to pull this off. And we want to get your phone calls in at 702-365-9200. You know, Freddie, I've introduced him so many times at live appearances that have been really cool. You know, I've enjoyed that. He's the Hall of Famer, right? He's the Super Bowl eleven MVP, and the College Football Award is named after him. So when you look at all of that and you take a look at what he's been able to do, that's pretty incredible. But I think of him, I think of him as a father, a friend, you know, a husband, the way I've gotten to know him, right? That's the way I've gotten to know him, which has been a blessing for me. And I've called him in times of need after I've called my dad and you know, just one of those guys you can really trust. And, you know, Cliff, Cliff gets into the Hall of Fame and Freddie's there. Freddie is there ready to go. Freddie Bolitnikoff is at the Hall of Fame with my next guest to welcome in Cliff Branch as Cliff passed away and James Lofton kind enough to join us, the Hall of Famer on Fred Bolitnikoff's 80th birthday. James, what does that sound like to you, Freddie B? It, it does sound crazy because... When I'm coming into the league, Fred is kind of, you know, at the tail end of his career, a great career that he had. But to think of him just being 80, because I've been around him so much, that's one of those numbers that it really doesn't matter a whole lot because we all know how vital he is right now. Absolutely. And just as a mentor and someone coming up, you know, Raymond, who just joined us, Raymond Chester, talked about his practice work ethic, something I've always heard about you and your legendary work ethic and kind of compare what you learned from Fred Bolitnikoff along the way. Well, it it was funny because, you know, we grew up when we were multi-sport athletes. You know, you played football, basketball, baseball, you were on the track team. And I was primarily a football and track guy. Uh, basketball, the only shot I could make outside of two feet was a layup, but that was about it. And I remember Fred saying to me, well, you know when you played basketball, and I didn't want to tell him that I wasn't any good. And he just kept going on. These are the things that you can take from the basketball court to the football court. So it, it was a lot of fun listening to that conversation, just remembering when he had it, was giving it to me. Because he had so much knowledge about the game, and it was just, and, and he was a really good communicator on the details and how to do things. James Lofton, the Hall of Famer, joins us. So the coaching aspect, something you're very familiar with, the Hall of Fame aspect. What is it like uh, knowing Freddie as a coach 
And my follow-up question will be, when you got into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, there were Raiders, along with other teammates from other teams, waiting for you when the Raider Nation, represented by Fred Bolitnikoff, welcomed you with your gold jacket into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You know, it was pretty great. And the, the, the crazy thing about the Raiders, and we, we hear the slogan, once a Raider, always a Raider. And, and I heard somebody say, you know, once a Patriot, always a Patriot. I go, what? Why are you guys stealing what the Raiders are talking about? And as I look around the league now, that's what this league is trying to promote, something that the Raiders had been doing for such a long time. Because if you played for the Raiders and you played for Al Davis, that was such a great tie-in to being part of that organization for forever, whether it was one game or whether it was 15 seasons. You were, you were a Raider for that time. And so that's the way people looked at you throughout your career. And, and Fred, as a coach, uh, only briefly got to be with him during an offseason and part of a season. He, Like I said, he was just a great communicator. He was all about doing your job and about being tough. That that was the thing that, you know, we look at Fred and we see the stick him and we see some of the great catches, but it was the, I think, the physical and mental toughness that he tried to convey to the guys that you had to have to be able to play this game at a really, really high level. That's great, James. So good to hear from you. We have a lot of uh, your other contemporaries lined up. Uh, let's wrap it up with this. The friendship to you and your lovely wife with Fred and Angela. What does this friendship mean to you at this stage of your life with Fred Bolitnikoff on his 80th birthday? So, like I said, I come into the league in 1978, been in the Bay Area down at Stanford, obviously have followed Fred Bolitnikoff. To be his friend is probably the best one out of all that you mentioned, whether being a player, whether learning from him as a coach, being a Hall of Famer. But to be his friend, that's been probably the most important aspect of this uh, journey. Well, Mike, enjoy your hike. Enjoy your day. We couldn't do this. We couldn't attempt to do this on Freddie's birthday without you and Jamie Fritz and everybody who helped me uh, secure you to get you on. It means everything. Have a great day, a great weekend, and I look forward to celebrating many of your birthdays coming up on Raider Nation Radio. Thank you. Sounds good. See you down the road, JT. You got it. James Lofton, Raymond Chester, right out of the gate here. All right, we're off to a good start. When you try to do something like this, you know, I'm a guy that I was born on Thanksgiving, so everybody forgets my birthday. I laugh about that with my wife. I go, don't worry about my birthday. People are too busy eating Thanksgiving, and don't worry about it. We'll celebrate it over the weekend. I love birthdays. I love birthday parties. I'm the first guy to show up at a birthday party or a wedding, the last one to leave. So I like throwing parties for my friends, and we're going to do that with Fred Bolitnikoff and everybody else who's going to call in and hopefully find time in their day to do that, especially the fans of the Raider Nation as we get going, because everybody's connected. Everybody's connected to Freddie B. And DeMond's doing a great job as we get going out of the gate. He's going to have to thread the needle on the phones, get your phone calls up. And I just did three hours with Danny Cannell, and Danny Cannell just texted me. He went to Florida State where Freddie's the iconic legend. He wishes Freddie a happy birthday. He's doing some TV now. Maybe he'll call in a little bit later, but... The rest of it is just legends and people that had an impact on Fred Bolitnikoff's life, which are the fans of the Raider Nation, as we celebrate his 80th birthday today. And I've been looking forward to this for Fred. I wish we could all be there with him today. And we will be with him in spirit today as he's listening. And we hope we can have a great time today. Other NFL storylines today, Aaron Rodgers has come out of the darkness. So he is out of the darkness. It's pretty unique what he did. 
I thought it was going to be more of him in a tent or doing something. No, it was pretty elaborate what he did. I interviewed Rob Domofsky. You'll hear that tomorrow. He's the Packer insider, the number one for ESPN. And we had a conversation about the fit with the Raiders if Josh McDaniels wanted to fit up with Aaron Rodgers instead of grooming a younger quarterback, which I think that's what this whole topic has been about. Josh McDaniels would love to, I think, and I don't know Coach well, but I've interviewed him the most, and I haven't talked to him about a young quarterback because he had Derek Carr. He had Derek Carr and Jared Stidham. And I don't know if Josh McDaniels is a guy who wants to give Jared Stidham the starting opportunity because he really feels like he can get this going. I don't know for sure. So we're going to see what happens here. But I'm all into all into talking about this over the next couple of days, and I'm going to have some nuggets to throw in here as we wrap up our week here. Cisco, president of Black Hole in Vegas on Fred Bolitnikoff's 80th birthday party. Cisco, looking forward to seeing you later tonight. What's happening? Hey, going on, JT, man. Just, uh, yeah, man, just had to call in. Freddie B., one of the greats, you know, all-time all-time Raider right there, man. Not just, you know, what he did on the field, but what he's him and Angela are doing off the field. You know, we got to, got to hang out at the Crab Fest, and it's always good to see smiles on both of their faces and what they've put on over the years. And, you know, just a great couple of people. Of course, you know, I didn't you, – Freddie was a little bit before my time, so uh, – I only got to see highlights of the Magic Man and those hands and that. But, you know, just want to give a shout-out and big, happy silver and black day to number 25, man. What a, what a guy. And, you know, just hope he's uh, doing well today, which I'm sure he is. And, uh, you know, big shout-out birthday to, uh, like I said, Mr. 25. You got it, Cisco. Thanks. Means a lot, Cisco, in the black hole. Uh, I'm in the black hole, so I want to hear from the black hole on great days like this today. really appreciate Cisco checking in here as we continue on. NorCal Raider checking in on Fred Bolitnikoff's 80th radio birthday party. You're up next. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing? Um, happy birthday to Freddie B. Um, just want to just chime in a little bit. Um, I've been trying to trying to get through the last couple of days and just talk about, a little bit about the quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of want them to uh, – um, this is my thought. This is what I've been talking to my guys and stuff. Um, I kind of want them to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo because I know that he's a good guy. He dealt with the contingent situation in San Francisco where they didn't want him and he was injured and et cetera. And I think he's a good guy. He fits with the, you know, the scheme and he knows the offense. And um, I think we should just go young. Uh, I don't want CJ Stroud because I'm not really big on the, on the quarterback from the, from that college. Um, They're more of a, their progressions. They're more of a first progressions and then they run, they do a lot of that. And as you can see that from Dwayne Haskins and the, the past quarterbacks from that college hasn't really succeeded in the NFL. I want them to go with the Will uh, Levitt and then just stockpile. The, the, uh, we have so many holes, and mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is, is a short-term fix. And we have a lot of holes, and if you want to build it long-term, and I really want these guys to, to, um, mm-hmm. to fit in because I, I love the interview yesterday. I loved how um, Ziegler brought up that he cared about the, um, the players, and he didn't kick them out. He just he signed the ones that he liked and said, I'm going to keep these guys. He didn't just you know, just start dicing and cutting and get rid of everybody. So I really like that. So that's just what I want with this team going forward for the next couple of years. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. Thanks for the call. If you want to go with Jared Stidham or Jimmy Garoppolo and draft a quarterback number seven in the first round, then you're going to develop a quarterback and Jimmy Garoppolo or whoever the starter is going to be is going to be very short term. Because if you're taking a quarterback number seven, he better be ready to play by week five, six, or seven. You can park him for a year 
I don't think the Raiders need to park anybody now. If you're going to go draft a quarterback, you play the quarterback, period. You don't have to play him week one or two, but at some point in the season, you get off to a good start. Maybe you keep him on the bench a little bit longer. If you don't get off to the start you like, then you get him in there. But it is risky. It is dicey. It is hard to do. You've got to make sure you have the whole organization. Now, I've been a defense guy if you've been listening to this show. I'm a pretty simple guy. Okay, pretty simple guy. When you got Devontae and you got Waller and Renfro and Josh Jacobs, I think your offense is okay. You got Colt Miller. You can go and rebuild the offensive line in the draft. And no one has a great offensive line. That's another thing that we've talked about here for about a month or two with Derek is where everybody comes in and says, well, you know, Derek never played behind a great offensive line. He's played behind some decent ones. He's had trouble. You know, there weren't many great defenses there. But in general, you play hard no matter who your offensive linemen are. These are all NFL offensive linemen. These are not scrubs. They're in the NFL. And I think the Raiders got to get better on the offensive line, and they got to rebuild most of the defense. So if Aaron Rodgers is going to cost you $60 million, $60 million in year one, and you're able to spread it out over two years if he commits to two years, even if he wants to be here or not, then you're taken away from your defense. And if you want to build the new quarterback, well, I'm the guy on the front lines of the Raider Nation that has to deal with the fans who are screaming and going crazy about rebuilding or a young quarterback, and I can handle that too. Don't worry about me. I'll handle it either way. I just want to do what's right for the team, and it's a complicated time. You've got to figure out what you want. It's easy to think about what you want, but when you got a microphone in front of you or a telephone and you got to talk to people about it, what do you say? I want to see the team win now. The Super Bowl is in Vegas. If the Cincinnati Bengals didn't go from two wins to four wins to the playoffs in the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be bringing this up. I think you can go from 10 wins down to six and get to 12 if you have the right quarterback and you do it right with this team. And I'd like it to happen now. And if it takes two years, this year and next year, to get to the Super Bowl, okay. But you know where I'm going here. It's go time. It is go time. And uh, I want to talk about that, too. But today, we're celebrating Fred Bolitnikoff's birthday. It's his 80th birthday. When we come back, one of the great defensive legends of all time, Soul Patrol, is in the house. George Atkinson is up next. Maybe one of the greatest defensive players of all time. Ronnie Lott is coming up. Ronnie Lott on Fred Bolitnikov's birthday. Foo, Phil Villapiano, Mike Haynes, and the great Hall of Fame wide receiver Tim Brown. How's that for a radio show? Fred Bolitnikov, we wish you a happy 80th. Welcome back to the JT The Brick Show, brought to you by Resorts World Las Vegas, the newest property on the Strip. JT, back with you on this beautiful day. It's Fred Bolitnikoff's 80th birthday party. We decided to table everything. Nothing's more important than Freddie B on his 80th. So we're talking to some of his former teammates and legends today and taking your phone calls at 702-365-9200 if you want to get in on the impact that Fred Bolitnikoff had in your life as a Raider fan. Everybody get that? Pretty simple. What impact did Freddie B have on you? Because you all have your favorite players. And Jim Otto, and it could be you know Charles Woodson, whoever it is. Fred Bolitnikoff is my favorite Raider. He's, my, he's at the top of my Mount Rushmore. Uh, Cliff Branch was there too. A lot of other players there. And that's what's so great about this franchise. 
with Mr. Davis, with the greatest players playing in the greatest games, and that's what the Raiders are trying to get back to. Get more and more players like Max Crosby to come in here. Get more and more players like Josh Jacobs having the year he had. Get Devontae Adams in here who always wanted to be a Raider, right? So Devontae is here with all that. So to try to get these guys, then not everybody's going to be a Fred Bolitnikoff or George Atkinson or Raymond Chester, but these legends, they did so much to build this franchise, and the value of this franchise and the organization is what these alumni did and what the alumni were able to do in the prime of their careers. And guys like Fred and Raymond, and we just heard from James Lofton, what they were able to do outside their careers. Outside their careers is really important, too. When you leave this organization as a player, you become a coach, and you get on with your life, you're still respected and expected to come back once a Raider, always a Raider. And a lot of these guys are able to do that. So when I think of the great games that Fred Bolitnikoff played in, clearly the MVP of Super Bowl XI, but I also think of all the big games that Freddie was a part of where the Raiders lost. He, Freddie played in Super Bowl II and Super Bowl XI. He came into the league around Super Bowl II and went out after Super Bowl XI. That had a long career as a coach and was able to do all that. So if you think of that long career... They played in a lot of games, and they won a lot of games, but they lost heartbreaking games. So from the Immaculate Reception to all the other games that they lost along the way in the 70s. So I've always believed, you know, when I was a kid growing up in the 70s, not a Raider fan, but always watching Raider football and the Snake and Freddie. And looking back, my favorite era is not because of my age. It's always been the 70s because I think they had the greatest teams in NFL history in that era. Okay, not that this era now isn't great, but if you look at the 70s with the 72 Dolphins, the Oakland Raiders, the dynasty of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Roger Staubach and the Dallas Cowboys, Fran Tarkenton and the Minnesota Vikings, Len Dawson before that and coming into the 70s with the Kansas City Chiefs, Don Shula, again, the 72 Dolphins, that to me is the era of football that we put at the top of the list. The top of the list is right there. So it might be before your time. It might be before your time, but you all have resulted in a fan base that cares about Fred Bolitnikoff, and it's his 80th birthday. So let's hear from some fans as we're waiting on a couple of uh, legends. 702-365-9200 as we continue on. And, you know, Freddie going forward, he's got a big golf tournament coming up here. I'll be talking about that. I've emceed that event for close to 20 years, which is an unbelievable event when you see the other receivers who are there. Steve Largent, Charlie Joyner, all of that. So there's a lot of people coming in who aren't just Raiders who look up to Fred Bolitnikoff. Raider man, your friendly neighborhood Raider man on number 25's birthday. What's happening, my friend? Who's going on, JT, man? You know I had to touch base for the OG, man. Much love and respect. Happy birthday and God bless. Coach, player, MVP and All-American, Fred Bolitnikoff, man. You know, when we first met JT, we were out there in the black hole doing our thing. You know how we all, we all truckling in the hole, trying our best to get next to the team, you know, becoming these fanatics that they got to know and love. And, you know, I became a Raider fan. Like, I don't even know what called me to the shield, but I went through a really hard, uh, really true hard uh, situation as a child. I lost my mom, uh, you know, a couple weeks before I turned nine to a domestic violence situation. And so, you know, you fast forward to those mid to late 90s when we were doing our thing in the hole, and then that unfortunate situation, that tragedy that happened with uh, with young uh, Tracy, 
it just it, it really resounded with me. It, you know, it stuck home because I had an opportunity for the first time in my life to support somebody that I never thought I would get a chance to get close to. And I remember doing the fundraiser and, you know, all the different things that were going on. We had some business mixers and some stuff we were doing, you know, with Trek to Mecca and trying to bring some attention and some awareness to domestic violence and, and all that kind of stuff to put a stop to that stuff. And I just remember being able to contribute this little small amount, like 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. And do you know Coach B and his beautiful wife, Angela, actually sent me a card telling me thank you for my little $12 contribution, and I just felt like it couldn't have been enough. I mean, I remember sitting on my couch with that card on my lap and just crying. You know, just I just I, I wish there was so much more that I can do. So I, I could not pick up the phone today nice. and just reach out, man, just say hello and happy birthday and just we love you and we respect you. Uh, I'm doing my best on my end to, you know, to pull up some strings. I'm, I'm working on a Raider Man biopic. I'm going to be reaching out to you pretty soon because I need your input and some information okay. and some interviews because uh, you came to see me in the, up there in Highland when I got shot. You know, it's just been so much, and I don't like to try to bring the show down, but a lot of my story from being you become a Raider man is hard-edged. That's why I'm hard-edged, and it's not a game. So, you know, this is about family, and that family member needs all the respect in the world that he can garner. So I'm just loving this opportunity. I appreciate you picking up yeah. the line for me, JT. Thank you, Raider man. Appreciate you. Thanks for calling in. And one of my, I wouldn't call it fondest memories, but important memories with the Bolitnikov is with Tracy Bolitnikov tragically passing away when she was murdered one of the first big fundraisers we did was in the parking lot in Oakland. And I remember that vividly as Angela came up with that. And I don't know the number we raised, but we had an army of people in the Oakland parking lot and buckets of cash coming back uh, to raise money. And all you had to do was go into a tailgate and say what you were doing. And, you know, the Bolitnikovs got behind this and we were giving away little miniature teddy bears to people who made donations and it was pretty amazing to see what was happening. It was pretty amazing to see what was happening at that time. And everybody just went into their pockets and were able to make a donation. And then over the years, all the others who were able to donate at these, at these other events, at the Bolitnikov Foundation galas, the crab feed, or if they were able to make a donation along the way and help us out at the golf tournament. And I love that about this franchise, and I love this about their fans and what they're able to do, what they're able to do when it's a call to action. What's my call to action? I say call the show. That's it. You know, call the show. That's my call to action. But when someone needs to step up for someone who has fallen or someone who was there at this time, you know, it's very important. George Atkinson, kind enough to join us. I, I, I have the same feelings for Fred that I have for George. These two men have changed my life. And, George, it's Freddie's 80th. What does the 80th of Fred Bolitnikoff mean to you, George? Say, man, it gives me, it gives me hope. <laughs> All of us. <laughs> gives me hope. I have four more to go. So, hey, man, that's a major accomplishment for Freddie to be around this long when you think about the guys who have loved us, you know? And, yeah, George. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's important because you've been around for all of it with Freddie. Early memories of you in the defensive backfield and practice. James Lofton, Raymond talked about Freddie's practice skills. What do you remember about Freddie in practice, training camp, all oh, that? Oh man, I used to work with him at the practice because he had such precise movement. I mean, Freddie would set you up for a route, and he gave you real what you call real releases. He uh, he was a route runner. When you look at when you look at uh, receivers, and he was just he was perfect at it. I mean, he worked at it hard, and he got me ready my rookie season when I had to start. I tell you that. 
George Atkinson joins us. George, that had to be a lot of pressure for you. Again, we've talked about this over the years. You come in uh, not only to a good franchise and Mr. Davis and this team's playing in big games, and you were a part of the big games once you came in. I can't imagine must, what it must have been like as a rookie seeing some of those players, including Freddie, some of them who turned out to be your mentors. Oh, without a doubt. It was overwhelming. I mean, coming out of small school, you know, Marsh Brown and – Playing, practicing against guys I watched on television the year before was quite overwhelming. Freddie Belitnikoff, you're talking about Warren Wells, uh, you're talking about Billy Cannon, uh, man, uh, Bill Miller. There was just a ton of guys around, and the Raiders had gone to the Super Bowl a year before, played against Green Bay. So they were, like you said, a seasoned veteran football team, and it was quite overwhelming coming into that situation. But it was also rewarding when you look at the experience that I gained and the, the, the jump I had to make from college to pro. Those guys helped me make that jump. George Atkinson is our guest. And another big part of this for me, George, with you, is the front row seat you had for the relationship of Cliff Branch and Fred Bolitnikoff. Cliff was arguably your best friend, along with right. Mark Davis. And what was that like to watch Freddie and Cliff not only mm-hmm. practice but play together and what Freddie was able to do to help Cliff, especially Cliff early in his career when he had some drops and he was trying to come into his own? You know, I used to tell Cliff and I were roommates his rookie season. And I used to I, I watched him. He was supposed to relieve me as a punt returner. And Cliff kept dropping punts, dropping punts. And uh, Madden came to me and said, hey, you're going to have to run punts. So uh, Cliff and our roommates, I had a football because he had the dropsies. He really had a serious case of the dropsies. And uh, I got a football every night, and our beds were a little distance apart, and I would toss him passes until we fall asleep. And he had to catch it in his hands, and his hands became very good. Uh, not only that, he became a Hall of Famer as a result of his hard work and his dedication to to football and the Raiders. George Atkinson, as we wrap it up, this is a special tribute show to Freddie Bolitnikoff. He's 80 today. So 80 this is years a, old, JT. 80 Can years old. Hey, you know, you <laughs> I met can't my. Wait, I sent him a text. I called him an old man. <laughs> so you, you missed what you missed what Raymond had to say. Raymond started off too. He was right behind you with that. A, a on a serious on a serious note, you've been through some personal tragedies and issues, and the Bolitnikovs have with the loss of Tracy. And I want to wrap it up with the beauty of your friendship, not only teammates, but what you've learned from each other along the way, and how you both have guided each other when both of you has needed help in your families. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, Freddie. Freddie has been. A light for me, I mean, a guiding light in the sense that whenever, like you said, I've had some tragedy, and he's been there for me, and just like I'm I'm there for him. And over the years, and I mean a lot of years, uh, 50-plus, this he and I have been close to each other, talk to each other, and uh, we share a lot of, like you said, a a lot of experiences, both good and both negative. Uh, I love the guy. Always will. And uh, we developed a bond that has lasted all these years. and I'm sure it will continue to last. And uh, happy birthday, old man. Well, you know, you like a, you and me have had a Heineken. I have a vodka with him. So we have to find a way to sit down and enjoy a beverage with each other when, when you're exactly. back here in Vegas. Thank you, George. Exactly.
All right. Hey, you're quite welcome, Jason. You got it. There's George Atkinson, man. We can't do this show without George. I mean, come on. George Atkinson, where do I put him? He's on my Mount Rushmore Raiders for what he's done for me just as a friend and a mentor. You hear me using that word a lot here just as a radio guy to be able to know these guys. It really is an honor to know them because they're great people, man. They're great players, but they're even better people in life. So as I look down on my phone, because in radio you got to tease. you got to keep people listening. The consultants want that. Wow, I just got Marcus Allen confirmed at 1.30, Ronnie Lott confirmed, Phil Villapiano confirmed, Tim Brown confirmed. They do this because of Fred Belitnikoff as we're celebrating the 80th birthday of Freddie B, which is really fascinating to me because Fred's going to be with us and uh, hopefully forever, man. He's got that type of spirit, and that's what we're doing here. So we're very excited about that. And uh, is Raider Reggie still there? I know Reggie's been on hold. Raider Reggie, if you're still there, let me get you up. Go ahead. You're up next. What's happening? Hello? Yeah, Raider Reggie. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I'm here. What's going on? That is so awesome. I feel almost, I don't even know what to say about being on this call and having all those great Raiders lined up, man. But just, I want to say happy birthday to Fred and hello to his queen, Angela. I really appreciate what you guys have done over the years, especially when I'm out and about and I see you guys like at the Hall of Fame and all of that. You guys take your time and come speak with us and you come into the black hole. I just want to say thank you for being around. Thank you, JT, for doing this. Happy birthday. And one other thing you was talking about earlier, about all these Raider greats, it is time. It's time for us, uh, for this new regime to get off the shoulders and start becoming great players themselves. I'm hoping this happens starting this year, 2023, no matter how we do it, just win, baby. Raider Nation all day, Silver and Black Panther, and I'm out. Yeah, well, you're on to something. That's one of the reasons we're doing it. Appreciate the call here because we love the new players and all the Raiders who come into this organization know the legends that are before him. I haven't met one Raider player, young guy in his 20s or another free agent that comes here that doesn't know who Fred Bolitnikoff is. George Atkinson, you know quickly when you come into this organization who the legends are, and that is not living in the past at all. It's just trusting that the history of the past could help guide this franchise into the future. You know, we got Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler, and the respect they deserve from their championships in New England and their success. You bring all the success together, man. You try to bring as many successful people, men and women, together who can be a part of something special. And that's, what, that's always the backdrop of this show. All right, when we come back, we'll continue with the Fred Bolitnikoff 80th birthday party. More legends coming in. Phil Villapiano is confirmed. I mean, foo. You know, who's got more stories than foo about Freddie B back in the training camp days? He's going to come in. Marcus Allen, Ronnie Lott, some of the other legends who are going to join us. And Tim Brown, all here on a special edition. This is why we have a flagship. Raider Nation Radio brought to you by Resorts World Doghouse Saloon. Welcome back to the JT The Brick Show, brought to you by Grimaldi's Pizzeria, home of the famous New York-style coal-fired brick oven pizza. JT, back with you. We're celebrating Fred Bolitnikoff's 80th birthday today. Kind of a little bit of show prep went into this today, but I basically was working earlier today on SiriusXM, started throwing out some texts, and got a little bit of help from my buddy Jamie, who represents a lot of these guys, and all of a sudden guys are just banging my phone back. When do you need me? When do you need me? When can I come on? 
So, so far, we've already had a good showing. Raymond Chester was great. George Atkinson. Uh, James Lofton was fantastic. And we have some more legends lining up. And we want to fit in your phone calls, too, for Freddie B. at 702-365-9200. DeMond is on the phone, so he's getting up Hall of Famers, and he's taking your calls as you can keep this going and just talk about Fred Bolitnikov and the impact that he had. Maybe you did not see him play. Maybe, as Cisco said, you saw his highlights. Uh, you were able to see him coach his history with the Canadian Football League and, most importantly, Pro Football Hall of Fame, what he did at Florida State. The College Football Receiver Award is named after him. So, Freddie's got all these great accomplishments, Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame, College Football Hall of Fame, and he's 80 years old. And every – my dad's 84, and I'm going to go see him again next week. I'm going back and forth, back and forth because – you want to see the people that matter most in your life whenever you can see them. And uh, Freddie B., he couldn't be here with us live and in person today in studio, but we figured we'd be able to do this as he's going to celebrate with his wife and family tonight as we keep this going. 702-365-9200 if you want to get in here. You know, when I think of Fred Bolitnikov and Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams, you know, Freddie B. is able to come on the sidelines before these games. So Fred's down there for a reason. And he's down there to try to connect with these players. Just lightly. He's not a guy there, you know, searching players to give him this great advice. But it's been cool to see Hunter Renfro come over to Fred. Devontae come over to him. And uh, some of the new leaders on this team, some of the pro bowlers who are able to make that connection. And I think that is really important going forward as we, as we look at great players. And when you're, a, you're an athlete, you could be a scientist, an accountant, a police officer, Whatever you do in life, you should have mentors. I'm a big believer of having mentors. Uh, at any chance I get a chance to mentor some guy in his 20 or 30s or getting into radio, I love to do that because it's all, about, it's all about giving back. It's all about helping people, and I've seen Fred be able to do that up close and especially raising money for his uh, late daughter, Tracy Bolitnikoff. That's really what I think is going to be part of his legacy, which is bigger than anything else that is covered. The legacy that he's had with Angela for Tracy is very important because that's something that has driven him to do even more good coming off a tragedy. And that's one of the things that I've learned from him as a mentor is the ability to you know, find a way to take a tragedy and make something good come out of it and think of how bad that tragedy was to be affected that way and then to use his resources, not his celebrity, but to use his friends. I mean, I've sat down with Rick Barry, Steve Largent to talk about this, Jerry Rice. When Freddie calls and says, hey, I need your help, or can you help out? They all come. And we just saw that at the latest crab feed. Uh, Sandra Douglas Morgan, the president of the team, all other dignitaries who were there, people behind the scenes. Dave Ziegler came. It was a big night for Dave Ziegler to come to a, fir- a real big Raider event led by an alumni, and everybody was able to kind of jump in on that and experience that, and experience the best of Fred, and also Angela Bolitnikoff. On the football front, as we look forward to what's going to happen, the Aaron Rodgers topic is big. I've moved on from Derek Carr. I think we've given Derek a good goodbye. We gave that a week or so. Uh, now he's in the news every day on, on who's he, who he's visiting and what teams he could potentially sign with. I have moved on from that. I wish Derek well, but we're kind of concentrating on the next Raider quarterback. Uh, the calendar here for the Raiders coming forward is pretty simple. They're going to the Combine. Then they're going to have these visits with these players, individual workouts and pro days. 
And I, I truly believe, if you know Dave Ziegler, you heard him on Bussin' with the Boys, the podcast, which I told everybody to go listen to, this is where the Raiders have to excel. This is where, if you're believing in Dave Ziegler like I do, and what could happen next, they have to be better than all these other teams. They have to take the best of the scouting and everything that they've been able to do in the past with the Patriots and other organizations and hit the ground running and make sure that they uh, come up with a couple of players that could have that type of an impact. That's what we're talking about here over the next couple of weeks. We will try to find a way. We're going to try to find a way to talk to a couple of draft prospects, but mostly draft insiders and people who put together. I love a good mock draft. I love a good mock draft and to see where the Raiders are at number seven. But more importantly, after number seven, with all the draft equity they have earlier in the draft and how they're going to be able to you know, get a couple of good players. The second, third, fourth round picks to me this year are massive. They got to be starters. And nothing against Mike Mayock and Reggie McKenzie and others before. All these GMs hit a diamond here and there. You get a Max Crosby. You find a player in the fourth or fifth round that can play at a high level. But I want to see some starters in here. And you want to develop these players at a, at a young point in their career so they're ready to play at a high level. But you've got to be able to develop and get some starters out of this draft on the defensive side. You know, not some linebacker who's going to take two years to develop. In theory, you can do that when you're the Patriots, you're the Ravens, you're a team that's had good defenses in the past, you have a top defense. You can bring in someone who you can develop along the way. But you got to do a big job in this draft to get starters. And we saw one bad draft class recently. One bad draft. The Alex Leatherwood draft. Unfortunately, the tragedy, which was led by Henry Ruggs III, and everything that happened in with that Damon Arnett draft, that put the franchise back. You, you can't swing and miss on so many players at that level and expect to be good two years from there. And again, everybody had good intention going into those combines, going into those pro days and workouts. But the reach of Arnett, because the Raiders didn't have a second-round pick, the reach of him in the first round, and the reach to get Alex Leatherwood, who might be playing himself out of the league in the first round, really put this franchise backwards when it came to you know having players that you should have been able to develop a year or two ago. Those guys are out. And now you got to get in new guys to develop in the draft. So when we come back, we got a good, good couple of uh, special guests that are going to join us right out of the top of the hour next hour, including Marcus Allen, Ronnie Lott will join us, Phil Villapiano, as we are celebrating Fred Bolitnikoff's 80th birthday, and a couple other surprises as we continue on here. The flagship of the Raiders, Raider Nation Radio, as we continue. Happy birthday to Freddie B. Let's keep the party going. 